And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Hello once again, and thank you very much there, the legendary John Bon Jovial. And uh, you can mark that down on your uh, on your calendars or notepads or whatever. You knew the legendary John Bon Jovial when he became a legend. John Bon Jovial, welcome aboard. Welcome to our listeners around the world. Thank you for joining us once again for another hour of music and all kinds of fun things going on. We've got a couple of more guests uh, today, both of which are newcomers to our show, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy them. They have uh, they have some great music, and they're going to share that and, of course, their stories with us. So let's get right to it with our first uh, preview of a, uh, well, he's not a really new artist. He's been around since uh, 2015, Alexander Kotz. He's known professionally as Elderbrook an English musician, songwriter, and producer. His career as a musician began in 15, as I said, when he released his first EP, which contained the song How Many Times, and that went on to be remixed by the German duo On Him, becoming one of Mixmag's best songs of 2015. Here's one he hopes will become one of the best songs of 2021. He goes by the name of Elderbrook, and this is body. Take the pressure off She said you want my body 
go. That's body. That's body by Elderbrook. And uh, we thank you very much, uh, Elderbrook. Great sound by today's standards. Uh, you know, a lot of us not into electronic music, although music is music. And I know you, John Bon Jovi, are not into auto-tune. But uh, it is a nice <laughs> job. He's got a, uh, he's got a good rhythm track, a good catch in the sound um, for what he does. He does a good job. John? Well, I think that it's like anything else. If it's used correctly, you know, you can use it as a tool, as a proper tool instead of a crutch. And the thing I like about this song is that uh, the auto-tune is so subtle in it. And it takes your it doesn't take your attention away from the music itself. And to me, what this is, this has a nice ethereal driving through the desert sound to it. It's something that I could listen to. And you've heard me use this analogy before driving across the desert through Nevada at three o'clock in the yep. morning. What are you going to listen to? <laughs> something like that I could listen to with the stereo cranked. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I, I think he does a nice job with it. Yeah, it, it does have that effect to it. And uh, as you said, it's not overworked with the autotune or any of the gimmick stuff. And as you kind of pointed out at the front, although you went a little bit in a different direction, uh, it a lot depends on your own personal taste in music. Like, you know, for example, I myself, I'm not into high opera. So if you've noticed, we haven't had any opera contraltos on the show. I'm not against it. And I realize a lot of people love it. I have respect for it, but it's not something. I'll give that, Beverly you know, Sills a call and see if she's available. Absolutely, I would love to talk to her, <laughs> uh, and I would even, you know, I would even play some of her music. I don't have anything against it, but uh, it's not something that, when I have some downtime, I'm going to put my feet up on the coffee table, grab a beer, and click on, you know, uh, some opera. <laughs> Just not me. What can I say? So you don't. Well, you don't want to listen to La Boheme or La, La Traviata. Okay. Not right now. Although uh, La Traviata, I, I do like parts of La, uh, La Traviata, but uh, yeah, it it depends on what you like, what you're into. You know, like the old saying goes, different strokes for different folks. And uh, I can thoroughly understand and appreciate that. But yeah, uh, this guy does do a good job at what he does. And I wouldn't be at all surprised if he uh, has a hit on his hands with body. We want to thank yeah, our I, I house that, band. Uh, oh, yes, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. No, I was just going to say, I was just going to add one more thing real quick, and, and that is I think that the type of production that this is would do well in a, a dance club. It would do well on a Absolutely. radio station. But with the type of production, again, at, that it is, I don't think – He's going to be touring anytime soon because you can't really replicate that live. Yeah, that's one of the things with the uh, with the disc jockey presentations that are out there now. Uh, they they do they specialize in creativity and doing their own unique mixes for that very exact reason. And I, I definitely agree. It's going to be a big club number, big dance club number. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. No two ways about it. But as I was starting to say. We want to thank our house band, Titty Bingo, from Texas, who uh, rocks the state of Texas with some down-home rock and roll and some other stuff, too. For example, they've got a uh, 
They've got a new single out right now uh, with Willie Nelson, and uh, they're offering that online. I don't know if the special is still on, but if you're a Willie Nelson aficionado, you might want to check Titty Bingo or Willie Nelson's sites and see if you can still get that that new release free. They had a a promotion going online recently, and I'm not sure if it's still underway, but they have been our house band providing our opening and closing theme for eight years now, and we thoroughly uh, appreciate uh, their cooperation and having provided the song for us. They're having been on the show numerous times, and uh, hopefully we're going to be able to get them back on here soon. In the uh, in the moments we have here, uh, John Bon Jovial, before we get to our first artist, how are things in Bon Jovial land? Well, uh, you know, the winter that we had, which was very pleasant, uh, lasted an all too short of a period of time, which they normally do here in Florida. Ten and a half months of summer and a month and a half of, you know, nice weather. Uh, But, you know, that's just kind of what you expect down here. Uh, A little note that I want to drop, and being as this uh, program is being pre-recorded to our uh, friends of the Jewish faith. I want to wish them a good Pesach. And of course, uh, to our friends of the Christian faith, want to wish them a very happy Easter. But other than that, no, you know what? Nothing really new is going on. It's just been uh, slow and steady. And with the exception of today, which I really won't get into, uh, pretty relaxing. (laughs) Yeah, you did have a, a little bit of a Stressful day today, and yes, I echo, I echo your uh, I echo your uh, comments and wishes for our friends of all faiths who are celebrating holidays uh, at this time. This being Easter weekend, we wish you all the very best. Hope you get to enjoy it, and it looks like in a lot of cases you're going to be able to enjoy it with at least some of your family this year, which is a step forward from last year when we had just begun the uh, lockdown and a lot of people didn't get to get, didn't get to get together. And I hope that uh, you and yours definitely get a chance to do that this year. It's something that we all need. Family time is special anyway. And I think we have had that. I think we have had that magnified to us by the lack of the family time. And I, especially my heart especially goes out to the older people who are confined and just really miss having their families around them coming to visit them and uh, you know for for a lot of the older people uh, the internet is not something that they can adapt to real easy so you know video conferencing and zoom calls things like that is very awkward for a lot of them and it kind of takes you know, the edge work, off their the pleasure. Yeah, yeah, they do. But it kind of takes the edge off the pleasure of spending time with their family. What they really need is that physical time where you can walk up and give your family a hug and tell them you love them face to face. And uh, we wish well, I'll tell you all what, of this, you. Yeah, this past Friday, I got my second vaccine, the uh, Moderna vaccine, which I'm thinking that in a couple of weeks – I might actually be able to see my grandchildren, and I would—I have missed them terribly. <laughs> I thought you know the Zoom call might... works, the Skype call works, but it, mm-hmm. it's just not the same. I thought you were going to say you might actually see your wife again. <laughs> well, 
Yeah, I don't know. When I come home tonight, I don't know if she'll be there or not. So. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Well, listen, we're here for you, music. You want to do what? <laughs> yeah, we're here for music. And uh, we have a couple of guests coming up that are going to sit and chat with us about their careers and all sorts of good things. So let's get the ball rolling with our first guest, a gentleman by the name of Zach Landry. And here he is with a tune called Take over. In a world of indecisiveness and chaos, we are in dying need of a Holy Ghost takeover. So God, here I am. Now here we are, declaring a takeover from the inside out. We need you. Yes. DJ, let's go. Yeah. 
you inject that feel into your music. And I also see, uh, I've seen where you do an awful lot, or did, at least when you got started, do an awful lot of of creating your sound by ear rather than actually picking up sheet music or something. You're you're doing it by ear. Yes, yes. I've always been. Uh, I play by ear, and uh, and some of my friends, some of my musician friends, they always say that I sing like I play, which is weird. <laughs> Well, I can understand what they're saying, and uh, to that respect, it's not weird. It may be a little uncommon, but uh, you make it work for you. Now, speaking of making things work, you had a uh, situation back here, which uh, thousands of other people did too, but you and your family were really affected by uh, Hurricane Katrina. Yes dangerous situation uh as far as for the mind uh that i was going through at that time i thought i literally thought the world was over <laughs> to be honest because i've never seen that before. uh being stuck in new orleans for several weeks and um having to be uh transported uh by a bus to a different state not knowing exactly where you're going uh and, and to start life over again that's a pretty scary situation and how old were you at the time Oh, this is 2005. I, jeez, uh, I want to say, uh, 20. I so you about were, 20 at that time. And you were still in your formulative years. You hadn't, uh, you hadn't fully matured yet. You were still growing and learning and developing. Of course, we all do that throughout our entire life. But uh, you were, you were just a couple of years out of high school. Yeah. I was yeah, and I was actually twenty years old at that time. So yeah, I was really young. So of course, my mind is like all over the place at that time. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're you're, you're caught between. Uh, you're, you're really caught between your desires, the necessities, the learning. Uh, it, it's a uh, it's a push pull time of life. You're really developing your your path and sorting out your priorities. It's uh, it's a challenge for anybody, and to have to take yourself and your family through something like Katrina had to be one heck of a challenge for you. Uh, let me ask you this now. You have a uh, a partner that you work with and uh, you recorded together on your 2015 album, Come On, Praise Him. Tell us about FaZe. So FaZe was a group I started, uh, well, I started in Dallas, actually. And what happened was when MySpace was running around at the time, it was big, like Facebook is big now. Um, I got discovered by a minister and from Fort Worth, and he, real, he discovered that I play and sing and asked me to come in to uh, play for this three-night conference that they had. So when I came and I uh, I technically auditioned and got the job, then they actually put me into the Over the Praise and Worship session as well. And uh, from there, I got a couple of singers that I knew because I used to play for a college out there in Daphne, in Arlington, Texas area, uh, UNT. And A-N-T, yeah, U-N-T. And um, from there, I created this group called Fades. Uh, and then it went on from there, and I moved back home to New Orleans, and uh, I re-extended it and started, you know, continued Fades, but with different singers. And are you still are you still working with Fades? No. So as of 2017, I decided to let the whole group idea go, and decide to stay as a as a you know a solo artist. Started having the group. 
as a solo artist, okay? In that uh, in that direction, what, what do you have plans for the uh, for the immediate future? Uh, pretty much to continue to put out records, continue to put out records, and I want to be able to get into the film industry as well. I want to get into the acting world, and um, I just want my music. I want to come up with different ideas for commercials and uh, theme songs and things of that nature. That's an interesting. Uh, it's an interesting package of things, and, and I, I like the thought because it doesn't limit you to one particular area. You're, you're, you're looking for the acting, which is uh, definitely a challenge, and uh, also looking into commercial uh, commercial music. That's it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting perspective, and I think a, a a very good way of doing things. You're definitely keeping your options open. And uh, John Bon Jovial is one of my options, and he waves to me and says, "Hey, I got something I want to say." So go ahead, John. Well, no, I just, Zach, I, I, you said something just now that kind of made me flash on a question. And uh, the type of music that you do, uh, I'm, I'm guessing from your, you know, your lifelong background and such, uh, is in the gospel arena. But do you also want to uh, maybe expand out and get into, you know, maybe a little bit of R&B or, or even country? Well, here's the deal. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. I actually sing with a cover band uh, from out of the Mississippi Gulf Coast area, and uh, we do all of those different things. I'm one of the lead singers for the band, and we do country, top 40s, uh, R&B. We do, it, we do it all. So that's something I've always been interested in as well because I didn't want to be limited as just a gospel artist. Even with the songs that I'm putting out now, you know, I, I want to be able to start letting people know that I'm, I want to be looked at as an inspirational artist. You know, and what made me think of it uh, was, uh, you know, many years ago, there was a guy that tried to break into the pop field and was semi-successful at it, Conway Twitty, but really found his niche in uh, in country music. He did a lot of ballads and duets with uh, Loretta Lynn and that kind of thing. But he got started in rock and roll. And, uh, you know, he was uh, basically in the, the era of, uh, you know, of doo-wop. Oh, my God, you know, Buddy Holly and, and, and that kind of thing. And made his mark in both, uh, you know, in, in both genres. And I just wonder if uh, if Zach Landry has thought about that. I have, I, I'm still thinking about different things that I want to venture out in. Um, I actually love country music. Uh, I actually got to play it. Uh, for the very first time, sometime last year, uh, not sure if you guys have heard of this band called Chapel Heart, um, but they're right from out of Louisiana, and um, I played for them for you know for a few months. And um, but yeah, I love country music. I love singing R and B. I love pop music. I love I love the different uh, playing with the different genres because you know music is universal. So I don't want to really be limited to one. Genre. We hope you plan on keeping in touch with us. We'd love to have you come back and see us again and update us on what you're doing and how you've progressed since, well, since today. And uh, give you uh, a moment here, as we do all of our guests, to do a little uh, plain old self-promotion. Tell the folks how they can find you, your music, uh, what's going on with you, contact you, whatever. Well, guys, again, my name is Zach Landry. You can always find me on Facebook and Instagram under my name, Z-A-C-K Landry, or I am a sound. 
I also have a website out uh, if you want to check out my latest videos on YouTube as well as merchandise that I'm selling. And the uh, website is IamASound.org. And uh, I also have a new song that I dropped uh, several weeks ago. It's called Hold On right now, and it's really going strong. It's a a strong, inspirational song with a great vibe to it. Um, That's out as well if you want to purchase it through iTunes, through Amazon MP3, or if you just want to download it as well. And we're going to give the folks a chance to hear that in just about 30 seconds right after I tell you that we also have some uh, social media sites. One on Facebook is the David Bowers Awards Groups page, and that is where you can go and post directly your releases, uh, touring if you're going to be uh, out doing live shows, which we hope to be doing more of, uh, whatever you want to share with your your fans and our followers so that, uh, hey, perhaps you can pick up a few more fans along the way. Zach, please do. Yeah. Keep in touch with us. You're part of our family now, and uh, we'd love to hear from you again. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. I've really enjoyed this. Thank you. You're absolutely welcome, ladies and gentlemen. His name is Zach Landry, and here's the tune he was talking about. Hold on. This song says, hold on. Be strong. You can make it. Yes, you can. I mean, everyone out there that's going through this struggle, remember the faith that you possess. (laughs) The breakthrough is going to come. In this life, we all and down, in and out, lost it, turned it round and round, but never left on to the ground. I know it can get rough sometimes. You gotta believe it, just have faith and receive it. He will come through. Oh, be strong. You can make it. Yes, you can. Oh, hold on.
hold on. That's Zach Landry right here on the David Bowers Awards. Thank you so much, Zach. Glad to have you here with us sharing your story and your music. We have another guest standing by, and uh, she's a young lady who, well, she has some of the same traits, uh, multiplicity of talents and uh, a lot of serious goals. We're going to be talking with her in about four minutes or so. Right after we listen to this track of hers called I Keep Moving On.
keep on moving. That's Vandy Linnae, our next guest here on the David Bowers Awards. Hello, Vandy. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. You're so welcome. Thank you for sparing the time to come and chat with us. How are you? I'm doing good. I have a little bit of allergies. You know, spring has sprung, but otherwise, you're good. (laughs) Oh, yes. They'll do that. What part of the country are you in? Right now, I live in Indianapolis. I came here after I finished grad school to be near family. Uh, but I actually grew up in California in the Bay Area. Wow. Okay, yeah, Indianapolis from the Bay Area, that had to be a change on several levels. Spent 30 years on the other end of California, so I got kind of spoiled ah. by that southwestern weather. Currently, I'm I'm hiding out in the uh, Phoenix area, but that's, uh, that's a whole other oh, nice. story. My grandparents live in Tucson, so oh, they, really? they get that nice desert weather right now, too. <laughs> oh yeah, it's still it's still decent. We're in the 80s to near 90 this week, and in the not too far distant future, we will be getting uh, we will be getting temperatures that have three numbers in them before very long. I do a little homework now and then. You know, sometimes when I I get real bored, I say, well, hey, I'm going to look up this artist and see what they uh, what they do, what I can learn about them. And uh, I was kind of floored because I was reading your. Uh, your bio, your short bio, and I'm looking at the, at all of these accomplishments. Let's see, I saw opera singer, a musical talent, musical theater, regular theater, film, commercial work, modeling, stage combat, hmm, yes. motion picture, <laughs> or motion capture, voiceover narrator, songwriter, pianist, dancer. What do you do in your spare time? Oh, I, I pretty much just work because it's my favorite thing to do. I am one of those lucky people that I get to work doing the things I love to do. So it's pretty it's pretty fun. Um, if I have downtime, I usually hang out with my two dogs, and I like to go hiking. I like to explore different parks. Um, I actually sure. I like doing more active things too, but temporarily I am not allowed to do some of the things I normally like to do, like martial arts or skydiving because I had a motorcycle accident about a year ago and my doctors said, hey, you hit your head pretty hard. So even though I was wearing a helmet, they said, let's not do anything where you can jar your your body right now. So I'm taking a break from things like snowboarding, you know, because if I wiped out, I might, you know, impact a little too hard. But I do like to snuggle with my pups. I have a toy poodle named Scotty and a multi-poo named Daisy. And they're lots of fun. And I like to I like to go outdoors and just enjoy being outside. So that's I I do crafts too. My grandma's an artist, a painter. So she from a young age she had me doing art projects. So I like to do art in my spare time too, if I if I have spare time. But most of the time I'm busy doing uh, some kind of a project, you know, that well, is related to sounds- work in some way. It sounds like it, and you have a multitude of interests, but I, I do have to ask you, I, I was just intrigued by that one, stage combat. What exactly right. is that? <laughs> it is kind of an odd thing, because even though I do martial arts as well, I um, in, in stage combat, you don't actually hit anybody or kick anybody, right? So it is a way that you pretend to fight on stage. So it's for theater. So I might be doing a sword fight or a knife fight or 
a fist fight, right, in a theatrical production, but you don't actually fight the person. It's all choreographed to be for the production, and it tells the story. So it's kind of like dance in a way where it's all planned out, except you're dancing with swords right. uh, and you grunt and, you know, make sounds like you're actually fighting the person. It's a lot of fun. I like it a lot. And honestly, it's some of the best acting training that I've had um, doing more stage combat. It's a very physical acting technique and it's all about how does what I'm doing tell the story? So it, it's sure. a lot of fun. I've been doing that since I was an undergrad. I don't do it as much anymore, but I have done training with the BS, uh, BASSC in uh, England, so that's based out of England. And then I've also worked with the SAFD, which is the North American group that does stage combat, as well as BAI, which is Dueling Arts International. So I've, I've gotten certifications with all of those groups. It's a lot of fun. I have friends that they do stage combat and motion capture as their regular job. I don't do as much of that anymore. Oh, it's a lot like, I, uh, like it. <laughs> I can understand that. It's, it's, it's gotta be a lot like what they now do in the movies. Of course, in the old days there were, uh, you know, they, they sort of faked it, but uh, in the more recent times in the movies and in TV, uh, everything is, so choreographed the sword fights the mm -hmm. the fist fights the barroom brawls everything if you ever get you know if the listeners ever get a chance to see it uh you'll be amazed at how choreographed they are even the the most spurious uh what looks like a casual ad-lib moment it's it's all down to the second it's an amazing art and mm -hmm. i commend you for uh, for being a pro at it john bon jovial you look like you've got a question on your mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, first of all, Vandy, welcome, welcome. It is wonderful to have you here. Uh, I want to. Uh, oh yeah, I, I want to kind of you know do a little bit of a U-turn here and get back to the music. Uh, I don't sure. know if uh, you ha how much of the conversation that you heard that we had uh, with our first guest Zach Landry, but one of the things that I had mentioned to him was that as uh, a member of this uh, esteemed show for as many years as it has been, uh, it's been a policy that I never get to hear the music until we air it, and uh, so uh, there can be a first impression. And I was listening to I Keep Moving On, and the, the thing that struck me about it was the absolute simplicity of the composition, which I think is, you know, such a huge asset to this particular song. And I just want to know what you guys were thinking about when you wrote it, when you put it together, and, um, you know, what, um, yeah, basically, what was going through your head on this? Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. So the technical side of music is newer to me. I, when I was younger, I studied voice and piano. I was in band growing up. And so I was studying music. And then when I went to college and to grad school, I was focusing more on the performance side. So I was training to perform live and I love that part of it. But then I, I had actually grown up, my aunt and uncle are songwriters professionally and I had grown up with that around me, but I didn't really just choose to do that until later on. Um, and so then during this COVID year, that seemed like the perfect time to be exploring more of the technological side of recording music and learn more about it. So part of the simplicity of the song is because I am learning to do music production. 
at this time. And actually, at the time I recorded this, I didn't actually know how to use MIDI yet. And so I, what people kept saying, your music sounds live. Uh, Cause I kept saying, no, I recorded at a studio. And I was like, well, of course it does. I play everything and sing it live. And so at the time I didn't know how to use MIDI at the time. Cause I was just sort of teaching myself everything uh, as I went. And, um, and so that's part of why it's a little bit simpler because I didn't know how to do uh, complicated music production stuff yet. So it is all actually performed live and it's played all the way through. So it's like you went to hear us play it live at a live venue. Um, and I actually did uh, everything for the track myself, except for the guitar was done by Kevin Nolan of Rude Music Band. Um, he's based out of Nashville, Tennessee. And I met him through my little sister who lives in Nashville. So he played the guitar on the track and I actually did everything else myself. So that was, a challenge awesome. for sure. Um, awesome. And then also the song, you had asked about what I was thinking with writing the song. And so the song is actually based on something my grandpa says. He said it all growing up. He would say, keep paddling the canoe. And so that phrase just, I think, during this COVID stretch, and it was kind of a difficult year for me also because I had just had a motorcycle accident. I was having some physical issues and I just felt very stuck in life. And I had had all these, you know, performances lined up this sure. year. I was super excited about that got canceled. And I know it's been a very difficult year for so many people. And so this song, I wrote it thinking about how my grandpa always says, keep paddling the canoe. You know, you keep going, you keep doing keep whatever you know ahead. to do. Even yeah. in those moments when you don't know what to do, you do what yeah, you know absolutely. to do. And so it was actually based on my grandpa and how he, you know, inspires me to always keep persevering no matter what, even through yeah. those difficult times. Vandy, we have, uh, I can't believe we have run through this entire interview already, and we're down to oh. the closing moments. <laughs> and, uh, you are, you have such a such an exciting story to tell, and we are so glad that you spent a little time with us. Before you go, I gotta give you a few moments to do some shameless self promotion. Tell the folks how they can learn more about you, how they can get in touch with you, get your music, of course. For sure, yeah. So if they want all of my links to everything online if they go to linktree so l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash vandy linnae which is v-a-n-d-i-l-y-n-n-a-e they'll find all my different links in there i've got press releases and um, apple music spotify youtube Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, wherever they want to find me. I'm on Reverb Nation. They can go there. I have a Patreon page. So they can find all the different uh, links through there if they want to go to that link tree. But they can also look me up on whatever site. So if they're looking for me, if they just look for Vandy Linnae, um, so they go to YouTube or Facebook or wherever, then they can find me that way too. Absolutely. And you can drop in on our Facebook page, the David Bowers Awards groups page and post your information there uh new releases okay, uh, whatever you're doing that you want to share with your fans and ours post it on there we'll pick it up and put it on our other social media pages that's about it awesome. we're going to have you. to run we thank you so much for being <laughs> here with us today and we look forward to your keeping in touch with us and having you come back and visit us again 
Absolutely. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Vandy Lene, and this is her newest Just One Look.
And there you go. Vandy Linnae, just one look for our, uh, for our senior listeners. It bears no resemblance whatever to the old Doris Troy hit of the uh, late 50s, I think it was, uh, when uh, Doris Troy did a song called Just One Look. But um, that's the 2021 version of it by, uh, by Vandy Linnae, and we thank her for coming by. We thank Zach Landry also for joining us today and making the David Bowers Awards another full hour of music and talk with the artists who make it. John Bon Jovial, I think it's time for you to take us home. Indeed it is, David. And folks, well, as I say to you every week, you did it again. You spent another perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards. And, of course, we are truly, truly appreciative of your attendance. So please be sure to join us next week. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and of course from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. And we are available for free on most major streaming services, including uh, the new podchaser.com slash the david bowers follow the david bowers on blog talk radio instagram twitter linkedin and facebook and join us next week for the david bowers awards saturday at 12 p.m eastern on wrfz fm 106.3 on your fm radio dial that's rochester free radio and on blog talk radio sunday at 2 p.m eastern 11 a.m pacific and 6 p.m utc So until next week, for the David Bowers and all of our crew of rejects here at the Radio Ranchero, this is the legendary John Bon Jovial saying, be good to yourselves, wash your hands, keep your distance, and when the appropriate time comes, be sure to give each other a nice long hug, but not just yet. We'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.